an obsessed virgin, and a hooker with a heart of gold go in search of the ugliest stolen car of all time. It's Corvette Summer on Stinker Madness. Hello and welcome to Stinker Madness. I'm Justin, your host. I got Sam and Jackie here with me as well. How are you guys? Good. Mm. Is that your Andy Potts impression? Yes. Nice. Sam, how are you? Are you going to do Mark Hamill's impression? Down all the garbage chutes from the detention level. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> Which I actually, I already spazzed that joke. That's a joke for later, for like the first thing that happens in in this movie. Huh. I will I will wait with bated breath on how that's going. Well, I already I already spashed the joke. Oh, I think I think you haven't set up the joke well enough that uh I'm I'm I think you should tell it again when it comes time for it. All right. All right. So Corvette Summer starring Mark Hamill and Annie Potts about a stolen car Corvette that gets uh taken to Las Vegas and he Mark Hamill built the car. It's a stolen dumpster vet. Dumpster vet, yeah. Oh, I see the joke. <laughs> or maybe I don't. Well, hopefully I wrote down enough notes cuz like I'm going to relate this entire movie to A New Hope. Nice. Like all of it. Nice. Yeah. 1978 directly after Star Wars 4 A New Hope. Mark Hamill's First role after getting his face torn off in a motorcycle accident. Yep. Annie Potts also was in a motorcycle, or not a motorcycle accident. Was it a motorcycle or a car accident? She was in a car accident. He was in a motorcycle accident. What happened to Annie Potts? She got in a car accident. Well, like, did her face come no, off as well? No, she did not get seriously, nearly as seriously injured. Hmm. I see. Yeah. Well, she's fun in this movie. I really liked Annie Potts in this film. Yeah. I, uh, I wish she could have. Had more, cause you know what, I'm gonna be honest, I, I'm not the biggest Ghostbusters fan in the world, and I think, uh, Annie she's Potts one of the best. Yeah, but she's underutilized still. Absolutely, yeah, that's, she's one of the best, uh, parts of the movie. Mm-hmm. Her, uh, very, dege- like, she's completely aloof. Right. She's just, she's seriously there for the check. Thank you for calling Ghostbusters. Uh, you're, you got ghosties. Okay. We'll get out there immediately. Payday. How did you guys like Corvette Summer? I liked it well enough that I was... You know, there's a couple of things that happen in this movie that make it not a good movie. Oh, yes. But I like I there think was, of a few things that there's don't a, happen, there's, but the production a, value was. Yeah, there's a handful of things that keep this from just being a sleeper. Uh-huh. And halfway through when I was watching it, I was like, I was going to accuse you of uh, picking a movie almost as good as Splash. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But, uh, but you uh, got tricked, didn't you? No, I mean, it wasn't real bad, but it wasn't good enough. Like, you couldn't say it was a good movie afterwards because there's just, there's some, some elements that are poorly done. Yes. And poorly explained. I think the music is the standout in my brain because it's kind of an adult tale, but the music is like, and sometimes it sometimes it just comes in way too hot yeah. and abruptly. Like so, him wandering around town and then all of a sudden it's heroic theme music. Yeah, it, it's, the, the music does give it some jagged edges. Uh, and Hamill himself. Let's not. Let's not. Uh, again, I don't think he's doing a bad job. I think the film isn't act isn't equaling his intensity in many sequences. And I don't know what else you tell him to do. Like <laughs> when he's doing his thing. At the beginning of the movie where he's talking about the car, you're like, 
He's not doing a bad job. He really looks like no, a kid he, that needs he, some help. Yeah, he's, absolutely. He's got a, he is doing a good job playing a wayward kid. It's just that it's uncomfortable because he's doing so good at it. Yeah. Jackie, what did you think? I thought it was boring. <laughs> hmm. I, I had actually seen this movie before, and when we started watching it, I'm like, wait a second. I've seen this. Oh, my God. I've seen this. This thing is so boring. But it's got a couple of good spots in it, so it kind of keeps you going. Like, every once in a while, you're like, well, maybe I should get up and take a poo or something for 15, well, 20 minutes and, and uh, come back to it. You but. can't, because you might miss... Annie Potts's out of focus fuzzy side boob for a second time. Indeed. Yeah, that that's one of the points where you're like, hmm. I think I think part of the problem with this film is that with its with its premise and the title of Corvette Summer, you are delivered a movie that is different than what you're expecting. You kind of think that uh, you know Mark Hamill's searching after a stolen Corvette in Las Vegas, and and. Uh, it might be a little bit more revolving around the car itself. The car, in my opinion, is just a metaphor. It's just a, a vehicle. Yeah. To get him to a place in his life that is different than where he was when he started the car. Yes. And I think that one of the problems that I have with the movie is that at very certain points, this thing has got like the same goings on as like Midnight Cowboy and Down and Out and like in Beverly Hills. Like there's some. They're living in a van in Vegas, both doing just remedial jobs to stay alive, and at no point does the film ever sort of reflect that lowness of their situation. I mean, it's kind of like, oh, this is still just this, uh, these crazy kids. It's like, no, dude, these are like now graduated from high school adult, adult homeless people living in a van. I don't know. I mean, the, the, the sequence with him in the U-Haul and her getting beat up and having to take a shower in the crappy men's bathroom. I think that there's a total sense of desperation in this film. And I think that that lends itself to their relationship and, the, and their, their chemistry together is basically they're both losers in the, uh, you know, modern sense of, oh, dude, you're a loser. He is uh, clearly socially awkward. Yes. Um, has skills, but doesn't know how to apply them. She, her sole ambition is to become a successful hooker. Well, that's not really aspiring to greater goals. And to fuck that up is pretty... And, yeah, and she's not good at it. She's not good at it. And they're, they kind of need each other. Because they're outcasts. Yeah. And, uh, I, I like the way that the relationship builds up. Yeah, I know. And that's, I'm, I was, what I'm, I guess I'm trying to get at is that, like, this movie thematically is basically the same as Midnight Cowboy almost, mm -hmm. but it's delivered in a way that's a little bit more jovial than that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's got a, a sense of goofy to it. Yeah. And it shouldn't. Yeah. Just, I think I'm with you there. I think that's why it's a bad movie. That's why it's a bad movie. I that that since we're we Jackie, do you kind of feel the same way there? I don't like homeless people. <laughs> oh, so this is one of those space Cajun things where you're just like, I'm out because handicap people. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, oh god, they're homeless. I don't oh, like those. Oh, 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 come on! I won't even watch a movie just because people in it are different than me. Homeless, shallow. That's right, and I'm not afraid to admit it. Yeah, maybe you should have been one of those designing women. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. 
No, I, you know, I, I thought the love story and, and the dynamic between the two characters was done really well, but for Mark Hamill and Annie Potts, I, I really did think that their relationship developed well, that their chemistry was good on screen because they were both playing that awkward teenager very well. But the whole storyline just, I, I was just bored. Bored, bored, bored. Well, I am sorry to hear that. But anyways, let's, let's delve into this and see if we can maybe cheer you up a little bit by, Re-going through every single detail that happens in this film. I do have my favorite ones. and uh, excruciatingly in-depth. Okay, when we get to those ones that I really, really like, they'll all pop in. Really hard analysis on everything that happens. Well, you know... Just for you. He starts off, doesn't go to prom. No, he's, he's a loser. He's, he's such a loser. But he actually starts off... The film starts off with them at the junkyard. The junkyard. Looking for cars. It's a, a group of high school students and a teacher, McGrath. Yeah. And Kenny, which is Mark Hamill's character, wandering through the junkyard and they're picking out a car, I to, guess. To redo an auto body shop. Yeah. Auto class. They're looking at Buicks and Plymouths and all of the, all the shit. Well, Kenny's just not very ex- inspired by what they're finding. They're not very nice cars. No, they're not. But they seem like they're doable. Hey. Let's They're a lot less of a basket case than the shit that is that flies over his head that he gets a boner for. Yeah, let's just get into the primary problem with this film's story. They would have had to build basically an entire Corvette. They what? had half of one to make a mold from to make an entire Corvette. What the fuck is going on in this auto body shop? How? What? What school is this? Where do they have the money to to do this car? Because it it's a, a outlandish. But be fucking expensive. This is 1978. Yeah. That, that Stingray is, uh, even though it's not a Stingray, let's just call it a, a 73 through 77 Corvette Stingray. Yeah, it's like a seven, it's a 76, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. It has the, it, yeah. And it's, parts, it's not really real. brand new parts for it. So you, they get the car, say they get it for free. Let's give them the benefit of doubt. They're just taking it from the junker, which I don't think you can do. Well, I think you have to buy it. I think you have to buy it. And uh, in the in the story world of the movie, the way they describe making it is the same way it was made for the movie. It's a fiberglass casting. It is a, uh, a cart built to look like a Corvette. So they're custom manufacturing every single piece of that car. Remember, he says I, we we molded the fiberglass together at one point to uh, whatever the shop teacher's name McGrath. is, McGrath. But you know, the, he also like they really, yeah. I want to know what school this is too, because he goes from a left hand drive car and then he makes it a right hand drive. Yeah, no, I mean to it's... make it more special. And I'm like, what the hell? What what the Here's what the, the makers money. of this movie are implying? Is that their own people are just as good as a high school, which <laughs> is kind of a slap in the face to the people that had to work on that car. Yeah. Like, hey, you guys are and like when they're watching it, like everybody else is like, eh, it was not that good. And then the guys that made the car are like, yeah, well, fuck you. Because <laughs> uh, no kids in high school could fucking do that shit. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, I think that I, I and I don't understand the concept of the car in general. Like, I'm just going to skip to my first question. Say nothing bad happens to this Corvette, and they build it, and they have unlimited money, and they can do whatever, and the high schoolers are as good as uh, the people that work for Pin and Farina or whatever. Yeah. Uh, then what? I then Usually they sell it they so sell that they it, can yeah. do another car the next year. But then, so they sell it, and Mark Hamill's, or Kenny's heart gets broken anyways. It doesn't make a lot of sense. 
Mm-hmm. Well, I think that Kenny was planning on stealing the car himself. <laughs> I'm not joking. I, I am not joking. I feel like that was his plan. All right. So Is that's that, a whole different movie. Yeah, no, I mean, why, I think that this part of the emotional journey that he takes through it is that after he meets uh whatever her name's character is what is Vanessa. it well we don't know because it's Vanessa actually is a nom de plure no her name she says her name's like eleanor yeah oh that's right her name is eleanor eleanor so when he meets her and he has sex for the first time he realizes there's more to life than fake corvettes and he then gives it back because he's found what he's really looking for sweet ass <laughs> <laughs> and uh <laughs> they but i really feel like he's I I would argue to death that he's gonna steal that car. Yeah, I think he might. I mean, what's even to when stop he gets him? to Vegas, yeah. he's gonna find the car and he's gonna write the last letter to McGrath, and then he's out on the highway with his car. Well, so there is a sense of realism to this film because let's face it, I didn't enjoy my high school. I have no loyalty to my high school. If I had graduated and uh, was in Las Vegas and I saw a Corvette that I had the keys to, I'm not coming back. No. Sorry. I mean, you know, I try to be a pretty honest guy, but that's just one thing that's like, you know what? Fuck you guys. You cost me four years of bullshit. Yeah. I'm out. I think it's one of the other reasons why, because he's a little bit nutty before, but like when the car gets stolen, he's outrageous. Mm -hmm. I think it's because somebody beat him to it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, that and that Bonaducci fucked it up. (laughs) God damn it, Coots. God damn it, Bonaducci. Yeah. So anyways, back back at the beginning of the film, they uh he, so they find the Corvette and it's destiny because he takes a bummer break cuz he's bum because he doesn't like any of the, cars, the cars and the badge falls out of the sky and lands on his feet and he's like, "Whoa, Corvette." And then he's like, "Shut down all the garbage chutes on the detention level." There it is. Yeah, there because he is. has to scream and he sounds exactly the same is when he's getting smashed in the garbage smasher. He his character does have a strong resemblance to Tatooine Luke Skywalker. Yes. They're both Tatooine like which this sucks to say to Kenny, but Tatooine Luke Skywalker has his shit together a little bit better. A little. A little. And uh Tatooine Luke Skywalker does not, not have his no, shit together. He, he does not. He does not indeed. He's jerking around. Yeah. Toshi station. Power converters. <laughs> What are you going to do with those anyways, Luke dumbass? Anyway, so <clears throat> so they get the Corvette. He stops the garbage chute on the detention level, and they get it. They get it. The other here, Here's the next thing we learn about <laughs> Kenny, is he lives with his mom in a trailer. So he's not only socially inept, there's maybe some reason why... I guess he's a high schooler, but he's just graduated. But still, his mom is strange... And she's let him on it. She's turned him loose on his own for a while now. Yeah. And it's also a trailer. White trash. Yeah. Yeah. A little. Another strike. A little. Mm -hmm. A little. Not only is there homeless in this movie, but white trash. And it's a, it's a, like a straight up, it's not even like a a full size single white or anything. It's a camper. Yeah. it, It is a camper with some potted plants on it. So he's has to sleep in the living room couch. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. He's also failing in high school. Uh, you know what? A D minus is not failing. Are you sure about that? Can you graduate getting solid D minuses? I, I think he can. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know how for degree. <laughs> I think C's get degrees. I think in high school you can pass with D's. In college you need a C. Who passes with D's? <laughs> I don't Seriously. know. That was somebody. I guess. The manager from Tacos, Tacos, Tacos. Yeah. Kenny. 
Kenny passes. Kenny. He graduates because yeah, he, he gave him his thing and he had D minus. Mm-hmm. Except in shop, apparently he got an A in there. Yeah. He's lonely. He's not going to prom. He's still working on the car. Oogling the kissers and kicking his kicking dirt when he walks by. Cool. Wish I could kiss a girl. I'll just go kiss my car. That just sounded so much like your own high school experience there. It's kind of scary. <laughs> it is not too dissimilar. There may be a little bit of uh, Justin in this film that that gives me, like, why I have such a strong attachment to this film is because I may be kidding. <laughs> huh. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Except for that virgin part. I had no problem there. Anyways, so... <laughs> Farm animals don't count. I was just helping it over the fence. <laughs> There's just so many yes, fences. <laughs> There's just so many fences in the town that all of them that you just need to get help over those fences. When you there, your population has more sheep than people. You know it counts. It does. So as long as the sheep has a name, a last name, and if it doesn't, you give it one. <laughs> well, if it doesn't, it's better. That's like having sex with Cher or Bono. <laughs> Oh Only God. it's a sheep. Those are like the famous sheep. Rocco. <laughs> Rocco the sheep. <laughs> I did not have sex with Rocco the sheep. Uh, so he's there in the garage by himself during prom night. And uh, apparently it's just right next to the gym because the music from the prom is quite loud in the garage. Yeah. But uh, the teacher... Pours him a scotch. <laughs> Some J&B out of a coffee cup. Mm-hmm. J&B is not good scotch. Hey, you like, well, if you're an 18-year-old white trash kid that's lonely on prom night, J&B, uh, yeah, if you're a kid, If you're the kid, it's like fine, but if you're the guy that owns the J&B, I've always asked myself the question every time I taste J&B, because it's like $18 for a fifth of J&B, uh-huh. and, it's and it's gross. It's not good. Yeah, it's quite gross scotch. It's quite gross. It tastes like plums, mm-hmm. and you're like... Who would drink this? McGrath. McGrath. Apparently, somebody likes it. Somebody He's likes on that a tight plummy budget. Taste. Don't you? I mean, you know, we'll find out all about that later. But uh, it might be one of those that, like, because of that plummy taste, it's easier to just knock it down out of a coffee cup. Or maybe it's easier for teachers to put in their coffee because it's like kind of like a creamer. Like I get. I don't fruity know. Fruity flavor to your coffee. I don't like it. I think it's gross. I think it's disgusting as well. It is quite yicky. I associate that also with white trash. It's my only flaw that I have in the character of uh, Mac from The Thing, is that he likes J&B yeah. scotch. <laughs> Other than that, he's like the coolest guy ever. Well, if you're in the Arctic Circle, I don't know. You know, you, you take what you can get up yeah, there. Yeah, I guess you take what you can get. So anyways, the teacher tells him, McGrath tells him, don't get too attached to this car. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. Uh, it's finally shown to us, though. The car has been completed. And it, he pulls it out of the garage, and, uh, oh boy. It's cross-eyed. It is one of the ugliest cars I've ever seen It sucks. Actually, I believe my notes for it are no. Just no. I got it's nanners. It's it's no. So what I thought was, I watched a lot of He-Man and She-Ra, right, when uh-huh. I was a kid, and it immediately reminded me of those Sky Cruiser things oh, yeah. that He-Man had, you yeah. know, with the weird funky top. Uh-huh. And I was like, yeah, straight out of a He-Man movie. All this thing is missing is a Cringer because it was red. Yeah. 
Candy Apple Red. Yeah, and I was thinking, yeah, Cringer. And then I looked at the headlights, and I'm like, oh, it's cross-eyed. Yeah. You poor little retard car. Yeah. It's got the same front-end nose of uh, uh, the Monkey Mobile. It's, it's It has like a mosquito beak thing. Yeah. You like see it from the side. Good. It's really yeah. dumb looking. Yeah, and then uh, the flames are pretty butt. And the whole thing is butt. It's super butt. Oh, come on now. The back end looked really good. Oh, God. I liked it. The big Chevy badge with Stingray written in the middle oh, yeah. for the brake lights. Yeah. Oh, God. Mm. Gold it leaf. is Ugh. so butt. It's it butt. It is so cool. I'm not going to lie. The, uh, <laughs> the Dodge M4S kicks the shit out of Kenny's Corvette. At least the, the M4S was fast. And uh, super cool looking. This thing's probably about as fast as the, the Bat Cycle from the new Batman movies. <laughs> that obviously is only capable of seven miles an hour in the two shots they couldn't leave on the cutting room floor. Uh, if I was the shop teacher and they like rolled it out, I'd just be like, Turn it around, put it back in there. Mm-hmm. Put it back in there and just scrub all that butt right off that Corvette. Well, even then, say it's not butt. It's butt. I, I just say they built a car that wasn't. If say it was it just this a one. Corvette. And uh, why, why are they taking the car out? Like, if you're the shop teacher, you pulled it out, you're absolutely right. Pull it back in. You stupid teenagers don't get to take it out on a cruise. You should get to cruise it one time if you built the damn thing. If McGrath is driving it, you're well, only, it's a, stupid. Yeah. Well, I think you just don't let Dana Bonnie... You don't let Bonnie Zucci... Touch anything. Touch anything. Yeah. And they let him go by himself. Ugh. Ugh. Like, when did we abandon the buddy system? Because if there's anybody that needs a buddy... It's Danny. It's Danny Bonaduce. Buddy Ducci. <laughs> yeah, nobody wanted to Ducci. go with him, so they were like, oh, damn it, okay, I guess you can just go by yourself. He smells like Asper cream. <laughs> He's that kid from the Oval- Ovaltine commercials. More Ovaltine, please. <laughs> oh, is he the kid from the Ovaltine no, commercials? No, this Coots kid is, though. Oh, what, wasn't Bonaduce in a commercial like that? I, I think so. Like, maybe Quick or something? Huh. Which I guess is Ovaltine. Why not? Yeah. Maybe that's why I made the Ovaltine joke, because he was He might have kid. been the kid from the Ovaltine commercial. No, I think he was the quick kid. Huh. Chocolate milk? I don't know. Either way, he fucks up. He fucks it up. And, uh... Surprise, surprise. Leaves the keys in the in the vet. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't leave the keys in the vet. You're right. The car gets boosted while he's getting 15 sodas. 15 sodas. Which, uh... Those sodas, if he... if Here... So, best case scenario, he doesn't get the car stolen... There's going to be soda, soda everywhere, everywhere in that Corvette. Just a sticky mess. <laughs> yeah, the, the teacher was really setting him up. Like, oh, yeah. Stop and get 15 sodas and a Sprite for me, please. If we don't screw this stolen car up thing, these kids are not going to want this car to get in the car ever again because they're just going to be glued to the butt-ass seats that are probably also painted with the candy apple red, so it's just a... Once you get out, you're just covered in it. <laughs> no! I'm sparkly! Anyway, car gets stolen. Coots, Coots walks back with the sodas. With the He's sodas. got the sodas. <laughs> Still. <laughs> Didn't fuck that part up. No. <laughs> well, Hamill, Kenny, loses it at it. Yeah, him. and then fucks up the sodas, like... Well, now, now everyone's still thirsty. <laughs> no, he just crushes his own. I no, he punches no, he smacks it. him out of his, yeah. Coots' oh, hand. Oh, that's true. He tries to beat up Coots. Right in front of the cops. Yeah. What a dick bag. Well, <laughs> fucking white trash. Shit. It's just soda. <laughs> yeah, well, what are they going to do? White trash. laugh at it? That's yeah. what they did. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, there. White easy, trash easy there, tiger. Easy. <laughs> easy, you're going to get sticky. 
wonder if Danny Bonabucci would have gotten a straw in his eye. Then when they've been laughing, they would have had to probably press charges. No, I think they would have been laughing. <laughs> yeah. And then the captain would later have to be like, okay, look, it's funny. Stop laughing. But you got to break this shit up. Otherwise, somebody loses an eye. And then here I am telling you about it. <laughs> well, it turns out that the Corvette is one of the highest stolen cars by the local... Shop Doubt it. Yeah, I doubt it too. Because <laughs> they're like, Porsches, sure. Lamborghini, sure. Corvettes, no. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're after those cars that aren't that fast, huh? Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. And, and the way that they're, the police are describing it, they're like listing off all these really expensive cars and then the Stingray Corvette in the same group as the Ferrari. No, no, it's certainly not. No. But, you know, it's probably all chopped up now, so just forget it, kids. Well, here's the thing about car thieves. They don't like fancy cars. They don't like unique cars. No, you want the one that nobody notices. You want the one that nobody notices that looks the same as everything else on the road and has parts that everybody wants. The Toyota Camry. The Honda Civic. Yeah. Things of that nature. At that point in time, it would probably have been the, uh, like the... Impala. Impala. Yeah, they did say the Impala. Yeah, they did say the Impala. Uh, you know... Late seventies sedans. What was the was it the five hundred the Plymouth? Yeah, I think so. The cops drove. Those were pretty common. Yeah, but don't forget, this is where we also learn that the high school principal has also had his car stolen uh, last year. Hmm. In fact, but really, I've forgotten about that by the end of the movie. We should table that as a question for later. That's I'm yeah. assigning you that question. Oh, okay. So the cops tell him that the car is never going to be seen again. Kenny just, no, 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 no. It's like when they blew up Alderaan. (laughs) Why is somebody doing it? Well, nobody can do anything about it because it's already been blown up, Luke. It's It's exploded. Yeah, it doesn't exist Um, We can let you out the uh, airlock and you can try to put it back together. If you, if Use you'd the like, force. If Use you'd the like po- to go just, ahead. I think that we've got some modeling glue in the back of the Falcon here. <laughs> just let you out for a few hours, see how you do. Oh, man. The whole Star Wars universe would have been totally different if somebody had just kicked that kid right out of there. <laughs> Take your old man with you. Yeah. <laughs> Bunch of loonies. Don't even have any goddamn money. Well... Now Kenny has to, I guess, doesn't have to, but he ends up working at a gas station. Who knows how long the period is between Kenny finds out the car's gone and he's working at this gas station. And uh, some guy comes in, the condom stalker, and he's got a bottle of lube. He's the lube no, stalker. Kenny, he does have bottles. I completely agree. He the grabs trunk, a bottle. But right before it cuts to him in the bathroom stalking the condom machine, Kenny does pick up a box of condoms. Okay. But, but I don't brought, know what... They still don't know what the bottles are. Was the bottle like soap or something? I thought it was booze. I think it's soap for the soap dispenser. I think he just stocks everything in the damn bathroom. Yeah, that's probably true. We, Maybe. Yeah. The vending machines are generally not owned by business owners. But I don't know why the condom guy would be stuck in the uh, soap. He probably owns all of that. Well, I don't know why he would stock the soap. Yeah, I don't know why he would stock the soap. Unless the soap would cost money. Yeah, here's a quarter. Wash your hands. <laughs> like, a good deal. Like, <laughs> After you put I this condom on I just at the gas station. station. You're like, oh, shit, I spent all six of my quarters on condoms and French ticklers. <laughs> and my hands are so dirty. So very dirty. Have you guys ever been to a gas station that had condoms in it? Yes. Yeah. Whoa. Huh. <laughs> They're all over. 
I've never been to a gas station that had condoms. Really? In it. You've been yeah. to a bar that has condoms. I, I don't go to bathrooms in gas stations very often. Yeah, there are bathrooms oh, in every bar, bar sure. in town. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, well, he says he's seen the Corvette in Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. He has. Well, that was riveting. <laughs> yeah. Well, what did you? Yeah. Uh, so Kenny hitches hitches it to to Vegas. So this he's okay. I mean, he's like the opposite of the guy that tattles on them at Mos Eisley. <laughs> He's the opposite of that guy. And somehow the stormtroopers get, yeah, they're over there. Wait, they get that out of there. Who's the opposite of the guy with the the, the condom nose. guy? <laughs> <laughs> all right. How? <laughs> because he tells him where the thing is. He's all, yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, but the the anteater guy tells. Yeah, he's the opposite because he's, he's like not the opposite. He tells a guy. No, he's telling the stormtroopers where they're at. So Which he's is the same. Bad. It's just different. Well, so Luke's the stormtrooper. Wait, Kenny's <laughs> Luke's the, storm- the Corvette. Kenny's the stormtroopers to his own positive waves. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Either way, <laughs> the guy with the condoms makes about as much sense as an anteater that walks around and goes, <laughs> and then people understand what he's fucking saying. I never. They never really get into that when you're watching Star Wars. And you're like, how does Han... Han Solo doesn't understand what Greedo's saying. He's like, okay, buddy. <laughs> and then he just fucking shoots his ass and leaves. And then everybody looks and they're like, what the fuck? And he's like, I don't know what he was saying, so I shot him. Here's a quarter for your troubles. Have a good day. <laughs> this movie just got so much more interesting for me. <laughs> when I talk about Star Wars instead. Yes. Here's what we do from now on on the podcast. We compare every movie that somebody's bored with to A New Hope. <laughs> to A New Hope. <laughs> so, and what kind of dipshit? Okay, I'm just going to jump in here. So the next scene we see Kenny. Yeah. And he's walking through the goddamn desert with a mm-hmm. backpack. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm thinking, no nobody's, water? Nobody's giving him a lift. Nobody will give... Yeah, would you give that guy a lift? Yeah, he looks, probably not. Yeah, he's all trashy. He's all trashy. But, the, you know... Don't in forget his, it's the late 70s. Everybody's and, a little trashy. The water thing, in his defense... It's like two and a half hours to Vegas from L.A. It's not very far. In a car. On foot? In a car, yeah. 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 On well, he's foot, not... that's going to take you a whole lot longer. Yeah, he's not planning on being on, on foot very long because it's the 70s. He's and not planning is... for much, is he? Hitchhiking is still quite kosher in the 70s. You should still bring some water. Yeah, maybe he's got some in the bag. Maybe it opened up in the bag and his pants were all wet and he's pissed about it. <laughs> and they didn't put that in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Can't imagine why. Uh, so, anyways, he gets a lift from some vatos. Oh, we need yeah. to we need to make a, a name for these guys. They can't just be. I, I'm just, I'm going with vatos Vato, because we I need to know. reference them later. The Mexican Car Club. Yeah, they've they've all got low riders on hydros. Sixteen switches for the bitches. They had some pretty They're nice like cars. A bouncy train, except for the one at the back, which I believe was a Pinto station wagon. Yeah, that one was pretty butt. Yeah, I don't know. If, I don't know if Vatos are so into Pinto station wagons. Eh. That's why that guy had to go in the back. <laughs> he's the caboose. He's he's carrying the cooler full of beer. Yeah, the first two then were ribbies. He's got the good job. Yeah, and they got progressively worse on as it went back down the train. Well, they uh, he gets in and they're driving <laughs> at seventeen miles per hour, maybe it, fifteen. You know. He said 17. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's got a real problem with everything this guy's doing. Yeah. Like, he doesn't get it. But the Mexican guy's like, no, you don't get it. And I, you know, even though don't like that sort of car, he's right. Kenny doesn't get it. No, Kenny does not get it. Kenny doesn't get it. So then, then Kenny gets out, which that works out for him because he ends up in Vegas like four or five days sooner than he would have 
Because they show up in time, and that's like three months later. Yeah, yeah. When they show up, that's how long it took them to drive to Vegas at 17 miles an hour. Let's 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 uh, go ahead and say that they're driving because of class. Class. Yeah. Yeah. You have style. Gotta go yeah, slow just, because of just class. another trashy thing in this movie. They're not that trashy. They're, they're not that trashy. They're Those like guys the had kind cash. of yeah. They're uh they're like the heroes of the film, really. Kind of. I could have used a little bit more of the Vatos. Yeah. I think they set the Vatos up for more heroicism yeah. and fun business, and they didn't deliver on any and of it. Just... Well, I kind of thought that why aren't why didn't they get involved in the heist of the car? You know, like why didn't he? Those are those are not thieves. Yeah, those aren't thieves, Jackie. They're, they're just men with bouncy cars. Men whose cars bounce. Are you being racist again? No, but I'm thinking. Okay, so these guys <laughs> like cars, right? And he's like, dude, they've got my car. Help me! And so they help him get the. The Corvette back. Oh. With some trickery so or something. They're going to steal it back. No, they're not going to. S- yeah, well, Mark Hamill's going to steal it back. But the, and they're going to help him. Yeah, they're going to help him, like, distract I somebody think they or something. Do a good enough job helping him by saving his life. Yeah, not making him detonated. Yeah, he, they, they do as good as you can do. Yeah. Well, Kenny gets out. He's going to walk it until God knows how long. It's been a while. That. And uh, Annie Potts rolls up in her sweet van. This is like the Millennium Falcon. Uh-huh. And she's like Chewbacca and Princess Leia. But why, he's... Why is she like Chewbacca? Because he's like... Well, no, I don't know why she's like Chewbacca. Because I have, I have questions about the relationship with she's Han Solo and like Chewbacca. She's more like Han Solo. She's like Han Solo and he's like Chewbacca. He's more like C-3PO. Yeah. Uh, hey, don't know about this. Yeah, he's this. kind of a jackass. But either yeah. way... Somebody put my head on backwards. You finally get, you know, things are happening now. Yeah. So she's got the sweetest van that's ever existed. I I, I really like her van. Yeah, it's real nice. Like, it is a shagging wagon. <clears throat> it's built for shagging, actually. <clears throat> I'm not just calling it that because I like it. It is built for boning. Yeah, it's velvet inside. And with the waterbed. I hated this van. What? You the don't van, like so vans. Do you, if gross. you don't like this van, you don't like vans. No, she doesn't I like don't vans. like vans. She so thinks what? that every <laughs> van ever is the one that Buffalo Bob owns. Huh. Can you help me with this couch? Anybody who owns a van is Buffalo Bob instantly. Huh. I'm going to own a van someday, and it is going to look just like that one, even with Vanessa on the side of it. If you have Fuck a, it. People uh, can call me Vanessa if I have that van. So if you don't have kids. Uh-huh. Which I don't. And you like camping. Which I do. Uh, that's all the RV you need. That is all the RV you need. And it gets way better Just gas drive mileage. Drive right up to the ca- campsite, blast some Zep, drink beers inside of it. No. You got a fridge right there. No. No van. You are not allowed to sleep in my sweet van. That's fine. Because you, you're never you going to buy some sweet van. By yourself, with your own tent, me and the dogs are in the van drinking beers and listening to Zep. That's okay. That's fine. I don't. No van. No. <laughs> and then when somebody has got a mural on the side of it with Justin dressed as a wizard holding two little dogs and another dog beside him, and then you in a tent. No, I'll be riding the big like, dog down towards the back corner, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. pouting. Yeah. No van. And then somebody's gonna have like, a, there's gonna be a shark attack, or like some child will be kidnapped, or maybe a terrorist invasion, and they're gonna come running. Somebody's gonna come running looking for help. And uh, they're not going to pick you because you're in a goddamn tent. I'm in a van. Yep. Vans are sweet. Screw you. 
No, if they're they didn't not. get shitty gas mileage, everybody would still own vans. This is just another example of the trash of this movie. Fine, <laughs> moving on. The van like saves them from living <sighs> in the streets. And it was probably like a what do you? It's a sweet van, dude. It's That's a sweet expensive. van. That's expensive. It I don't not... care how sweet the van is. No, it, it's it's money. It's got no. a lot of money. All right. Well, she picks him up. I hope She's, the van uh, gets a spring in the waterbed and they drown. Oh, it's going to get a spring in the waterbed. All waterbeds get that. That's yeah, it just the, happens. Yeah. That's part of the deal with waterbeds. Which beds. improves her gas mileage as it goes. Significantly. Because yeah. <laughs> those things is way too much. <laughs> so she gets in. She got the van set up by banging dudes. Very first thing you learn about Annie Potts. Yeah. She's a hooker. In training. In training. Self. She's given herself this job. She'd shagged for the wagon mm-hmm. and now she's ready to make some real cash. Which I don't even know if she shagged for the wagon, I bet, like, because she's so shitty at being a hooker mm-hmm. that, like, her dad gave her that and her older brother just, like, furnished it for her. Probably. And they're like, who's Vanessa? And she's like, you don't worry about that. Yeah, don't worry That's about the that. name of the van. <laughs> Vanessa's the name van of the van. Vanessa. Yeah, Vanessa, exactly. Well, she's, she's different. She's, uh, she's coy and confident and sassy a little bit and, uh, very flirty. Yes. Very flirty. Which uh, he's not really able to handle. He's never met a woman like her before. I don't know that he's met a woman that's not his mom. Yeah, I think you might be right about that. She's drinking Olies too, cruising and boozing because this is the seventies. Got and a that's sweet van and what's what's driving without drinking? Sixer of Olies. Oh, she's probably got more in the back. Well, they make it to Vegas. She gets all hookerfied, where it puts on her rainbow halter top thing and a wig, blonde wig, like a. Barbara Streisand curly wig. She becomes uh, quite not attractive. <laughs> yeah. No, she looks so much better with just her normal hair. I mean, she's putting out the vibe now. But apparently, you know, that's the thing. If you're a hooker, you have to look worse than normal, I guess. I don't know. Because yeah. they all wear wigs that are not good. They all, yeah. And the eyelash thingy-dingies. Yeah. Like the super long eyelashes. And I actually don't really know much anything about hookers. Ass pants. Everything I know about hookers I see in movies. Yeah, and that's exactly which... I, I, going back to thinking about the J&B thing, I think that the only reason that people drink J&B in movies is because J&B pushes it hard. Like, no one actually drinks that shit. It's just in movies because product placement. Actually, that's not true. One time I was delivering furniture, and uh, I delivered a couch to a lady who was uh, pulling a trick in her camper. <laughs> Knocked on the front door, and her and a dude came out with no pants on. And he was a trucker. He got in his truck and he pulled away. See you next week, Carla. Yeah. Ugh. Was she was drinking J and B? I believe so. Oh. And then she, and then inside of her couch that we were <laughs> that we were pulling out, she had naked pictures underneath the cushions, and it was weird. <laughs> I bet. So is that why people drink J and B? Because it washes the taste of cock out of your mouth. <laughs> Nothing better except gasoline. That story actually goes so nicely with this white trash movie. Hmm. Mm. Well, what's she worth? Three dollars. I don't know. Fifteen. Fifteen? Because he doesn't know shit from Shinola. He doesn't. Yeah. Well, he said, tried to uh, save it by saying, I meant fifty. No, it doesn't work. So she kicks him out. Yep. Yep. Kicks him out. Shows him the road. Yeah. So shows, she- shows him the back end of that van going about 30 the other direction. Heads to the hotel where he thinks the car's at. It's not there. Dang it. Rats. It's a Dotson. No, that's the next hotel. Yeah, the next he hotel. He gets pickpocketed right after that. By, yeah, some Vegas pickpocketers. Which, like, what a great routine these guys have got going. Well, I got a, I got a sweet tip. Come over here and look at this tranny. Uh-huh. And then I'm going to take your wallet. 
Like, just take the wallet. <laughs> this is a little bit elaborate here. <laughs> like, are you going to pull a quarter out from behind his ear first? I mean, come on now. And then pocket that quarter. And then pocket the quarter. Leave a note behind his ear that said, I even took back my own quarter. <laughs> Zap. <laughs> that would have been awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that tranny's my buddy Daryl. He's not even really a real tranny. <laughs> I bet you feel silly now. <laughs> well, he goes to the next hotel. Inside of it is a car. Oh, it's candy apple red. It's a sports car. It's a Datsun. Datsun that somebody else decided to put some butt gold leaf flames it on. It is not as butt as the Corvette. No, because they only have the gold leaf flames. Yeah. yeah. You could fix that one pretty easily. Yeah. Ah, oh, he's never going to find his Corvette. So he's down and out. He's got no money. He's got no car. He's got no job. And there you are. It's a little young and see, but young and see for your ass. <laughs> oh, God damn it. <laughs> so Dick Miller shows up. And Dick Miller is like the Obi-Wan Kenobi of the movie. Aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> because in, he doesn't die. He just leaves Vegas, which is like dying. Not like it's bad, but like whenever you leave Vegas, you don't feel very good. But Dick Miller feels good. He's, but he still drank too much, and he does. He's gonna poop a lot uh, the yeah, next day. Yeah, but he's a little so richer. He's a lot richer. And then him giving Luke the two dollars is like giving him a lightsaber, and telling him to quit being a dickhead is like training him to be a Jedi. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's not bad. That's yeah, not bad. I'll go with that. I can't argue. Can you argue, Jackie? They're eating out of a taco truck. <laughs> I, you have ate out of a taco truck. It's Are actually, you trashy? I think it was a hamburger stand. Yeah, it was a hamburger stand. He gets fries and burger. And yeah. Coke. Okay, I, I retract my last <laughs> snooty statement. Taco trucks can be very delicious. They can be bad, and though, too. And expensive. It's six bucks for a taco. That's not good. You can get... I, the taco truck I like to go to, a whole burrito is five bucks. If you go to that one that uh, 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 John Favreau owns in Chef, I bet you those... those $11 Cuban tacos. sandwiches are... Well, bucks. Yeah, screw that. It's just because you're driving food around in a truck doesn't mean it's trashy. Yeah. I just think you don't like anything. <laughs> you just... You've got poopiness. This movie is total trash. Uh... It's like the white trash guy's dream. Which, the white <laughs> trash guy? He's like, when I grow up, I'm going to get me a Corvette Stingray, and it's going to get stolen, and I'm going to chase it like the most beautiful woman in the world all through Las Vegas, and I'm going to hang out on the street corner and panhandle while I look for me car. For me car, so he's me car. also Irish. <laughs> look for me car. <laughs> <laughs> it might be at the end of the butt of gold. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> which was which was totally Indian. That's my Indian accent right there. Yes. <laughs> it's right next to the pot of gold. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, so he uh, gives Kenny a $2 bill. Foreshadowing. Maybe yeah. your luck's going to change, buddy. It changed for me. Spends the night in the U-Haul. Kind of like that idea. If I ever had to... If I was ever lost with no money and uh, shit, I might check out the U-Haul place. I think that they've... Uh, that was such a popular thing to do that they now make... Uh, there's contingencies that keep people from doing that. Bummer. It is a bummer. I can't imagine it's all that great. No, but it's better than the freaking bench. Yeah. Yeah, I like that part of the movie. What would suck, though, is if somebody saw you get in and they latched it, you would be fucked. Yeah, that would. And then you could die. You're in Maryland. Or, well, I mean, the worst, because they open them up before they put them on the back of a car. And uh, the worst would be if it just sat there for like four days in Vegas, you would die. Yeah, you would die. I wonder you'd if probably that's, uh... kick it like once you saw the light coming in, you'd start kicking, and then they'd bust up your shit. 
I, uh, Who knows? I imagine that would be uh, something that would have made the Darwin Awards or maybe like that 1,000 Ways to Die television show. Guy just opens up the U-Haul that's been sitting there for six months and there's a little skeleton. Well, I actually saw uh, 1,000 Ways to Die with a U-Haul where the guy was going to sleep in the U-Haul, but there was actually an alligator already <laughs> in the U-Haul. And then he fucking comes running out of there and the alligator jumps and then some guy shoots them both. Because he thought that they were a bear. What the hell? I just made all that up. Oh, okay. <laughs> Dang it. Should have ran with it. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, uh, the next day he's just about to leave and go back home. He's got a ride and headed back to Ve- uh, Los Angeles. And then he sees the Corvette. It is in Vegas. Hooray. He chases it but loses it. Time goes on. This continues for a long time in this film. Yeah, it does. It goes on. He chases it, lives in the van, lives with her works well this when they come back and she's beat up and he's in the u-haul and she puts him in the van they sort of start living together in the van because they're both in a similar poor plans and they're reaping the the fruits of what they've sown as far as the planning of their lives neither of them have skills or abilities that they can make a living yeah so it's not that hard to be a fucking whore (laughs) i mean have you ever tried how do you know well, where do you even start? You know, and I guess you were like, $5. <laughs> $5. That's when you stand there and you show your boobs and you're like, high bitter, high yeah, bitter. Yeah, but here's the deal. You can tell she tries that because that's how she gets beat, beat up. Beat up, yeah. That's why you need a pimp because the pimp is the one that goes out and makes sure you're, you're, if your johns are doing that shit, they're going to die. You and they put you in the right spot, too, where you're not like... Stepping on somebody else's toes. Because the other hookers will beat you up, too. The other hookers will beat you up, you will get stabbed, and you will die. Or a homeless man will yeah. stab you and kill you and take your money. She really it's did quite well. It's not such a simple job. Yeah, she did quite well to only get beat up, I think. You... Maybe she got beat up by the other hookers. Well, either way, that's what I'm saying, is that, that she didn't end up dead, and that he didn't end up dead a couple of times with the Vegas that they're hanging out in. Is it, you know, they, they both lucked out a couple of times in this movie. Again, with, it has this lighthearted tone, but in reality, it's like, they skirt death a number of times. Yeah, absolutely. Like, this is some fucking tough shit that these people are going through. Yeah. Uh, so. I couldn't relate. No, you can't. No, you can't. <laughs> I'll just be real honest. Maybe I don't like this movie because I can't relate. Uh, so they have their relationship, which we've gone in fairly in depth with. He's awkward. She's fast and loose, and uh, she wants to bone him. He's, I'll just sleep on the floor. The next day, she's got a different job. He sees the Corvette, chases it, fails to catch it. Uh, on and on. It, it does get a little tedious there with with uh, the events of the film, but still sprinkled throughout all of these happenings is some pretty decent dialogue, some pretty funny moments yeah. between the two of them. Um, and there's a moment where you, when she starts working at the uh, the drive-in mm-hmm. so that she can scope out every car that makes it in and out of town because it's on the edge. I'm helping you. I'm like, helping you find your car. That's the point where you're like, she's just kind of in on this guy. Yeah, she likes him. the fact that he's not in on himself. Right. She, she believes in him. But he doesn't believe in himself. Right. Yet. Well, they finally bone... Because she took the $2 that he gave to her in an argument. Here's your damn money. Or the first night, or the after he got the $2. Yeah. And here's your first job. Two bucks. I spent the night. And she framed it. And uh, it's romantic. And they smooch and they bone. Then he does some bullshit out of the top of the car. 
where he has now discovered that sex is the only thing that matters to him. It's better than racing and building and yep. all that sort of stuff. Well, meanwhile, McGrath has visited Kenny's mom. She's ditching town. Which is... She's not really. She's going up the road. like Three trailers up to the other guy in the trailer park's trailer. Where was she going? Like uh, Van... Riverdale. Uh, no. Van Eyes or... Somewhere. Yeah. Either way, she's going to be like one town over. And she's like, he'll find me. And he probably would have. He probably would. <clears throat> well, she's gone, but McGrath is uh, hearing about the car and what Kenny's adventures are because Kenny is also writing <laughs> letters constantly to McGrath. Yes. So you're starting to go, why does McGrath give a shit? Why does... Because you're worried a little bit that, like, he understands that Kenny's not the sharpest knife in the drawer. Mm-hmm. And that he has some lingering care for one of his better students. But then there's also... I was suspicious immediately when I saw the pool. Yes, absolutely. No teacher should have that pool. I was actually suspicious when I saw the front of his house. He's got a nice house. All of his stuff was too nice. Yeah. Oh, teacher salary, huh? Shop teacher salary. Yeah, it was like his wife must run Macy's or something. I don't know. Yeah, but then he admits later he's only making $15,000 a year. Well, yeah, because I had to figure At his school, school job. job. Making some monies elsewhere. Yeah, the school job is like tips. Yeah. So Kenny's asking a guy about the car. It is the guy. The guy that has his car. This is where, you know, turn around, Kenny. Just turn, Just turn around. Just turn around. Just turn around. Look left or right when you walk. <laughs> it's, oh boy. Oh, you're not good at looking for things. So it's getting too hot in Vegas with the car. They got to paint it. So they paint it even worse. Yeah, it's worse. Yeah. It's gold. Like gold finger gold. I, I kind of dug it. What? Oh. That's yeah. even trashier than the candy apple red. It did actually look better because you could see all the flaws in yeah. the body when yeah. when it was just the flat red. It's true. Yeah. It was like driving a big shitty gold nugget. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right through town. Yeah. You can polish sweet. gold, but you can't polish a turd. <laughs> Apparently he can with gold leaf. Yeah. So he's got a job now washing cars. And guess what? The car pulls up. Well, it's his car, but it's gold. There's a doofus in it. But he knows it's his because it's right-hand drive. And it's butt as shit still. So the guy gets in his car and drives off after Kenny confronts him. Kenny hijacks a bicycle, chases him, latches onto a truck, latches onto another truck, catches up, little little tussle through the window, but Kenny can't get to him. So the guy pulls back into the shop that we saw the car at earlier with Wayne. Wayne, the cool guy, I guess. Wayne is the cool guy, I guess. Yeah. That guy's a dick bag. He, he is, is a, dick bag. Bag. <laughs> a big dick bag. I don't really know why he even... He doesn't ever do anything. He, he just wanders around with anything. his shirt open. Yeah. He's like, a guy that would get a ball wax and then be like, check it out, guys. Yeah. Look at how smooth my sack is. You want to touch it? You want to touch my smooth sack? He is that guy. Hmm. Yeah. I didn't know those guys exist. But uh, anyways, Kenny rides up to the shop, crashes into some tires, they trap him, Yeah, and stick him in a... Because this Wayne guy, speaking of guys who don't do anything, he's Emperor Palpatine. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Oh. It's just, it looks like he's not the bad guy, but he's the bad guy. And then ultimately, he's capable of nothing on his own. Hmm. Ah. Yeah. Very clever. Yeah. Who's McGrath in this film, Sam? Well, we, we gotta wait till that part. All right, All right. okay. Yeah. So, <clears throat> they stick Kenny in a room, lock him up, he fake escapes... Into some oil. Stacks this part is on top dubious of that at he's in. best. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. I think he would die. He would die. That's what I would think, too. 
You have to get that off. You have to get that off. You yeah, can't be it's in oil. Like two hours max, yeah. I would think. Well, I, w- I don't think he's in the oil for two hours. No, but I'm no, thinking that like a human being can be covered completely in oil for about two hours max before you start having real serious life-threatening and problems. He is. He's he's that's where I'm saying the Mexicans she wash him off until the next day. No, they, that's that night. She the Mexicans put him in the trunk, drag him over to the van. She sees him. They take him to the car wash, yeah, and she sprays him off. Yeah, it's getting dicey though. No, the Mexicans save his life. Yeah, he's gonna have a tummy ache at least. He's <clears> he's <throat> in bad shape because they one he's going to get beat to death if they don't show up. Right by the chain man. By the chain man, and and two if they didn't put him in the back of the rivy and drive him to the van, he would die from complications associated with being covered in oil. So she sprays him off and convinces him to go to the police, because now he knows where the car is at and who's got it. So on his way to the police, McGrath is there, waiting for him, and takes him out to... uh, The desert. The desert, middle of nowhere. (laughs) And it turns out, well, here you go. It was McGrath. McGrath is Darth Vader. Okay. Because he thinks he's his dad, but he's actually a bad guy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he is a father figure isn't he yeah and but he's a bad father figure yes so he's darth he's like I, you were so good you taught me how to make the cars like yeah just so i could boost him you're darth vader you're a shitty one who drives a suburban but darth vader nonetheless <laughs> so wayne is a former student of mcgrath's and that's the connection and mcgrath's not making enough cash so he had the car picked out from the very beginning to sell to Wayne. Maybe he's been doing this the whole time. <laughs> so this is what I got out of this whole sequence. I only make $15,000 a year with my teaching job. So every year you boys put me together a car and I have that car stolen. Now I make upwards of $17,000 a year. Yep. <laughs> Part of the big, big secret thing going on here. Kenny, you could be in it too. You could be risking everything for not very much money. Well, Kenny could make money because he's got, he can work for them. For them, yeah. But McGrath, all McGrath is, is a supply house for a car once a year that's worth $2,000. You're absolutely right. Yeah. That's not. No. Nope. (laughs) We will give you $700 a week, Luke. I mean, Kenny. (laughs) Kenny. Which is better than $2,000 a year by a lot. By a lot. Yeah, like Darth Vader in this movie is not doing too hot. It's $700 a week, and that's his base salary. He, op- he opts for eight fifty, he gets yeah. a raise. He's just at the $700 a week. He's making more than McGrath. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Period. What a douche. <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden, he gets his first paycheck, and he is just fucking Mr. Cool. It. Kenny yeah. is Mr. Fucking Cool now. Yeah. yeah. He takes a shower. Gets a sweet shirt and sunglasses. Oh, and some pants. And some, some pants. butt pants. And he also, he ha- because he has money, he can unbutton four buttons down his uh, button-down shirt now. Yes. That's the cool sunglasses. Cool. It really gives you a so look. Cool. Very cool. Well, Vanessa doesn't like it. What happened to you, Kenny? You're different. He buys her a nice dress and then tries to pay her for the sex. Yeah. He- oh, <laughs> like, sure what is. kind of romance is that? <laughs> yeah. I know I couldn't afford it before, but now, but now I can. now that you've been my girlfriend... For three months, and we've had about a, a rough as go as anybody. I'm ready to pay you for sex. <laughs> yes. It's time for you to start living your dream Yuck. of riding my dong for money. Yep. What? Yeah, she doesn't like it. She, she doesn't like him. She gives him one more for the road for and free. It, and it doesn't seem to really be that, like, like that was a, a like the straw that broke the camel back the camel's back, but everything else is really what she doesn't like. There's yeah. the whole like the uh, 180 about face in his character. Yeah. 
So she splits. She sells her sweet van, takes off, but he finds her at a casino, and she's dressed up in black velvet, like kind of like Catwoman. With a neck choker thing. Choker thing. Yeah. yeah. She's, she's a full-on hooker now. She's got a guy on the, on the hook. He's paid her a hundo to he's be his given escort. Her, yeah, he's given her money to gamble. He's buying her drinks. Putting her in the bath time movies? <laughs> in the All short right. movie yeah. with flippers and yeah. a... Diving yeah. suit on. Let's just uh, we'll get let's get right to that. Let's just disclaim that Kenny ha- has pulls another about face because uh, he goes in and paints the car red. He attacks the guys. He, he bonks one with the paint. And... Yeah, he puts the car back overnight. Yeah. So he runs to the hotel and gets Vanessa out of this porno, which I don't a even know if dirty it's dirty short. It's a well, I mean, it's just a scene. Yeah, it's, it's going to be yeah. a part of a larger with flippers. Yeah, it's some weird shit. In a bathtub? Yeah. A bubble bath? It's She's not naked, she's got a wetsuit on. A diving on. suit, yeah. Maybe she's looking for booty. No, she's... So the problem with a lot of the porno in the 70s uh-huh. is that you had to be sort of weird to try to make it. Like, okay. And so the stuff that you ended up making was a little weirder than you. <laughs> and uh, you saw the two guys, I thought that was some good casting. Because uh-huh. that's what those guys want to see. Like, alright, splash more. Just take it off and put something in your vagina. <laughs> That's what everyone really wants to see. And these guys that are made are like, no, it's got to be hot. We need flippers. Oh, yeah, the flippers. That's what's doing it, buddy. Well, she, it, he, he, yeah. he pulls her out, takes, tosses her in the Corvette, and they drive out of Vegas. She doesn't put much up. Of, I mean, she squirms a little bit in the, the casino, but after that, it's not like she's trying to bail out of the Corvette. They're on a long ride. They're almost halfway back to Vegas or Los Angeles before Wayne shows up at the shop with all the beat up guys and chases after him. Yeah, in his Camaro. I think it was a Trans Am. Was it? I think it so. was that. Well, it was the the shortest body style, though. Not shortest in length, but in duration. Yeah. So he's chasing after him. There's a chase sequence. I like this chase sequence. It's not super exciting, but uh, it looks nice. There's a couple of pretty decent maneuvers. Overhead shots as well. Yeah. Helicopter shots. Them fishtailing and shifting brodies and stuff. But eventually it all climaxes with a uh, game of chicken. Corvette versus Chevy on Chevy chicken. Yeah. I'll just disclaim it. And this is really a lot like where Luke Skywalker has to... Get the two torpedoes into the exhaust shaft of the Death Star. Uh huh. See where you're going yeah. with this one. Yeah. Because he drives the car blind. Drives it blind. He closes his eyes yep. and uses the force. He does indeed. Yeah. Which causes Wayne to crash his Trans Am. He gives. He's Wayne loses the chicken. Yeah. Flips the the Trans Am. That guy should have been fucking dead. Probably should have been dead. Probably should have been dead. Yeah. Well, we'll play by Fast and Furious rules. He's oh, okay. Okay. He's okay. But the horn is on, and it's upside down. So he pulls out a pistol and shoots it in the trunk, and it explodes. It explodes like the Death Star, because the vent that overheated was the one in his noggin. <laughs> and uh, Which I have also found this to be one of the strangest things. Before he shot the car, it looked like he was going to shoot himself. Yeah, he does. He looks right at the barrel. I think it's a joke. I think this is a joke. <laughs> it's like, not a good oh, one. he's going to blow himself away. No, he puts the car out of its mercy like it's a horse that just broke its leg in a, like a joust. I don't thing. know why it blows up. <laughs> because he, he kills it. Yeah. Because I it's guess. a joke and it's yeah. silly. It's not good. I liked it. I laughed. Huh. Well, Kenny brings the car back to school. For- he is a town hero. He's a town hero. Among Danny Bonaducci. Yeah. Because everybody else is like, there's a fire. Oh, wait, there's not. 
fuck it, we're leaving. That's what <laughs> happens to everybody else. Yeah, because he pulls the fire alarm, and all you can think is, isn't that like a huge fine well, and like a bunch of trouble for you if he you get caught pulling a fire alarm? Doesn't matter. He's cool now. He's a cool guy now. So he just walks away. It's like it's yep. like the explosion that you walk away from. Fine, find me. I don't give a fuck. I'm back, bitches. But he doesn't give up Mc- McGrath. He doesn't no, give him up. No, no, he doesn't. Neither does at the end of, well, this you have to go further on, but, you know, Luke never gives up on Darth Vader either. That's true. I think, uh... Kenny had there been have. more of these and McGrath died in the third one, uh, Kenny probably would have burned him afterwards. Yeah. Like, had some most... And then had an Ewok party? Some schmores. These schmores taste like burnt butt. Burnt dad? Yeah. You shouldn't... <laughs> How'd that go, Kenny? You shouldn't roast marshmallows over another human body. It's icky. <laughs> Him and Vanessa have a hug off screen. They walk off screen while hugging there together, I guess. And uh, she likes it. She's good. Credits. Movie. Yep. Give me your questions. Well, now what? They're now what both homeless. Mm-hmm. They don't have the van anymore. They're actually worse off right then than they've been for the entire movie. She definitely didn't get top dollar for the van because she sold it in like 30 minutes. Yeah. She sold it for a dress. Yes. Yeah, she the sold black it oh, for a dress. Yeah. Right. And dresses can be quite expensive. She's so... got the hundo from the uh She didn't bring the, the dress with her. She only brought the swim the Yeah, she got the wetsuit and the flippers. Actually, she, got she didn't screwed. even bring the flippers. She took them off in the casino. Yep. Yeah, but she goes into the high school and changes into a outfit she was previously wearing in the film. She had that in her purse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I'll let you go with that one. Yeah. Yeah. I. I think now what? I think. Uh. I think the film just continues on in its same way. They live together in a fucked up lifestyle. Yeah. I don't think it's a happy ending. I don't think this film has a happy ending. Yes, it's presented as happy, but I think that they just go on being inept and yeah. continually doing this stuff together trash. and they love each other and they probably live in a trailer and trash uh, and eventually they end up eventually probably breaking up because they just they're inept yeah he probably is gonna put there's i would imagine very soon that other humans are gonna start coming out of her vagina that is probably also the yeah case. and that uh he's gonna end up getting a job at a body shop that pays okay and they just sort of live in ventura God. But at the same time, like when they show that like happy ending, it's sort of again like the movie doesn't really portray itself and how it's going. It's like, well, it's okay because they have each other is what they're trying to say, but you don't really get that because you just get oh happy ending. You don't get no, they're they have what they have on, uh-huh. but they have each other right. is what they're supposed to be saying, and they don't say that right. I, indeed, that uh, uh, you said you said it before. I think it was maybe in the Gili episode that uh, love is... What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. No, it was... Uh, <laughs> um, that you can't say what love should be between two people. Yeah. You you can't make that decision. That's... Exactly. Who, who's to say, Jackie, that They're... what's right for them is, is wrong? I'm not saying it's wrong. Hmm. The world needs ditch diggers, too. Oh, boy. Oh, but... Um, anyway, Ugh. you just cost us like 50 people on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. No. You don't sound nice this episode. You sound like <laughs> grumpy. a real bitch. <laughs> just grumpy. Put it out there. Man, hate. So what's the heist? Oh, I guess we already asked that. What what happens to Wayne and the crew? Wayne and the crew? I feel like he just cuts his law, lo- like, which is suck, because it's like, 
at one point you realize just cut your loss with that Corvette, uh-huh. but now it costs you your Camaro too, or your Firebird, whatever it was. Yeah, and your other your Chainman guy is now blind from um, industrial paint. Yeah, true. Because it could be the what else, you know, what now what, now what, they find his mom in wherever, they kind of hang out there for a while, then what's-his-face shows up and fucking kills all of them. Oh, yeah, that could happen. <laughs> that could happen, oh, yeah. too. <laughs> mm. And you say, I'm being uh, negative Nancy today. Hey, man, I'm facing reality. Wayne yeah. probably is going to show up and kill all of them, and then just go back to business. Yeah. Because he's still got the shop. Yeah. Still yeah. got a couple guys. He's still in Vegas. He still has, obviously, access to other cars because he can't just make one business out of it's, one high school it teacher. It seems like with what he had going on there, there really needed to be absolutely no shady business. He probably could have done quite well for himself just uh, working on cars. Yeah, probably. Jackie, you got any questions? So do you guys think that McGrath had the principal's car stolen because he was pissed about no not getting a raise? Mm. Yes, I think. Yeah, I think McGrath stole. Had, yeah, I yeah, bet absolutely. McGrath did it. Yeah, I think uh, I had totally forgotten about that. But you know, the mention of that. But absolutely, that's uh, what I think too. Yeah, you don't screw with that guy. No. He's Vader. He's Darth Vader. That's what he does instead of the floating neck squeezer. He does steal your car. <laughs> <laughs> Admiral Viet instead. Yeah, becomes stolen Fiat. Oh. oh. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> <laughs> I have a two-parter. Okay. So does he do it every year? Does every year the cop get caught, or every year the uh, car gets stolen from the high school? Are the cops in on it? Because they'd have to be like to give to read that sappy bullshit to the kids every year. Uh huh. Either one of two possibilities: they're in on it, uh huh, or they just don't care about anything because they're in on bigger shit. Mm. I'm thinking they they probably don't sell or they probably don't steal the high school kids' car yeah. every year because they got to change it up. So he, like he targets some asshole that yeah. he doesn't like, and he's like, "Yeah, okay, here's the car, here's the license plate. This is where it's going to be. Come and get it." So as long as he's ponying up at least one car a year, <laughs> he gets that that magic number of seventeen thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, so you know he's like high school principal, the guy at the quickie mart. You know, it just depends. If you piss that guy off, your car is gone. Yeah. I'm good with that. So the cops are in on it or not? I think that they're not. They just don't care? They just don't don't care. They don't care. Okay. Yeah. They're like the the dare guys that show up to the high school once a year and be like, look at our sweet car, kids. Stay off the drugs. And then go home and just (laughs) blaze up blunt after blunt after blunt. Yeah, what they do was, like, look, kid, I have a full day ahead of me of figuring out how to not do my job. The last thing I need is to listen to you. I'm with that. Which makes them like uh, the, uh, we're wanted men. I don't like you either. In Star Wars. They're like they any, have no time for Luke Skywalker. Any business. member of the uh, Imperial military. <laughs> what are you guys doing? We dressed up. <laughs> what, what do you want? We dressed up. You can't accuse us of not dressing up. Okay, are you ready to do something? No, we are not. We are not going to do anything. If we have to do something because of emergency circumstances, we will fail in every way because we did not memorize any procedures. We're just gonna we're just gonna show up to your house yeah. and ask where uh, the droids are, and then blow it all up, and yeah. then just kind of be like, "Well, we didn't find them. See That's you later." The fucking the Empire is just a giant fucking force of marching the square. <laughs> like they got their boots shiny, they put everything on right, they know nothing else, <laughs> <laughs> and they don't have anything better to do than march the square. 
So what's your five guys' final verdicts? Jackie, we'll start with you. I think we know where you're going. Do. Oh, oh explain. It was a curveball. So even though I said all those really negative things about the movie, uh-huh. I still I still enjoyed it. Okay. And it, I think that it was you still... You said it was boring. It, it does have a lot of boring moments, but there are the times in the movie where it is exciting, it does have some funny jokes, and it's just overall a bad movie that's just kind of entertaining. But yeah, when he's running around looking for the, the car, you know, and he keeps getting the glimpses of the car, that, that shit's boring. But, you know, trying to pay her for the sex, you know, them starting their life in a van, you know, I don't know. Some of it was okay. And so I... And I'd seen the movie before... And I do, I, it wasn't so terrible that I wouldn't say don't do it. I, I I kind of enjoyed it. Fair enough. I can't argue with that. Sam? I say do, but I, 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 uh, I shake my finger at you for picking it for the purposes of this podcast because it is really just sort of in between good and bad. Mm. So much so that we did really like in this episode, we talked about Star Wars as much as we talked about this movie. It's true. Yeah. I like talking about Star Wars, though. I do. <laughs> Give me a nice excuse. But the thing was is that other than you know, sort of uh, discussing its uh, sort of inner failings on how it wasn't the movie that it wanted to be, uh, there wasn't a whole lot going on in it. It is a, it's a fun watch, but um, really in between good and bad. I, I There is a strong good side to this movie that makes it borderline good because yeah. the story and the script is good. It's good, I, yeah. I think the story and the script is good, but I think it's it's the same type of bad movie as Slipstream, also starring Mark Hamill, where it's like, there's a good movie in here because the only thing that's done well is the, the script and the, the, and the, and the acting. Yeah. Whereas in Slipstream, the script was the problem. Everything, Everything else was a disaster. In was Slipstream. was good. It looked nice, other than the special effects. <laughs> other than they put Bill Paxton oh, and in Bill it. Bill Paxton was in it. it. Everything like it was a that thing was just a disaster. But after we figured it out, oh yeah, it was like, hey, wait a minute, that might be a good movie. There's a good it's movie just in so there. Close, and I think that's the same way with yeah. Corvette Summer. That it's oh god, if they hadn't fucked it up, they hadn't this fucked would be it up. a good movie. Yeah, they, this would be a different title and a really graphic. Like if it has, if it's not called Corvette Summer, mm-hmm. and you actually see any pots get beat up. People talk about this today. Today, and the Corvette's not hideously ugly. The Corvette isn't the stupidest they, fucking car. They just car. build a Corvette. Just build a, a Corvette. Just a, restore it. It That's was going to be impressive enough because you saw that it was just half of a Corvette. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I like this movie. I'm going to go ahead and stay, stick with my uh, do for sure. I do not think it's a good movie. I think it's an entertaining bad movie, but not entertaining in the way most bad movies are, where yes. silly action and laughable stuff. It's just it's there's a certain amount of charm to it. Uh, and Annie Potts is I I think has a huge thing to do with that yeah. level of charm. Yeah, definitely. She she was. The one thing about the movie that really kept it going for me. Yeah, yeah you want you want her to be in the scene a yes. lot, whereas some of the, she's not. She's not. There's a lot of Mark Hamill walking around, dinking around. And going back to the, like the whole romance thing or whatever, and uh, you have like as good as it gets, where he, the classic line, you're like, "You make me want to be a better man" or whatever. The reason that you like her so, you want him to be better for her the entire time you're watching it. You want him to get his shit together. Because she deserves him to get his shit together. Yeah, absolutely. She's a good character. Yeah, she was a good character. There you go. Uh, I have some bad news that we're going to end on. We will not be 
recording next week, so there will not be an episode for at least one week as Jackie and I prepare to move the studio to a different location. So we will get back to you guys when we're all done with that. In the meantime, get to the chopper. Or the ugliest Corvette ever. No, don't get to that. Just get to the chopper. Unless it was a red chopper with flames that kind of looked like a Corvette. Oh. Visit us at www.stinkermadness.com. Follow Stinker Madness on Twitter at Stinker Madness. Please rate and review us on iTunes and Stitcher. Thank you for listening and get to the chopper.